Hey, it's Nikki. If you're tuning into this podcast, chances are high that you experience at least occasional moments of overwhelm, resistance, lack of inspiration, and general WTF, can I even do this? Moments. Yes? Well, I made something for you. It's called the Naptime Empire Survival Guide, an email and audio series specifically curated to help you shift out of overwhelm, comparison, hiding in the bathroom, and back into inspired aligned action. We're talking unfiltered stories and insights from entrepreneurial moms who get this life, plus tried and tested tools to use when your brain is full, your energy's drained, and you could use some help getting your spark back. It's all delivered right to your inbox, organized neatly in emails that you can store up for a rainy day and come back to as often as you need to. As a fun bonus, you'll also get an invite to join my private Facebook community so you can get behind the scenes scoop on the Naptime Empires book and first dibs on my most recent offers as they come to life. Visit naptimeempires.com slash guide to secure your copy and I'll meet you in your inbox. All right, now back to the episode. You're listening to the Naptime Empires podcast with my mom, Nikki Ellidge Brown. Mom, your show's on. Thanks, bud. I got it from here. Welcome to the Naptime Empires podcast, refreshingly honest conversations on the realities of parenthood and entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Nikki Elledge Brown. Let's get started. I dedicate this episode to the lovable, worthy, powerful beings, the versions of you and me that are scrolling Instagram, watching Netflix in the middle of the day, reading an article on something that we already know how to do, or sticking our noses into the latest social media drama in the industry. The versions of you and me that are not actually doing the things that we know would move our businesses forward. For whatever odd reason, I dedicate this message to those versions of us just to help throw like a little lifesaver life ring out over the boat to say, hey, if you want to get back on the boat, here's a helpful frame of reference, two words with a lovely alliterative quality that could help you refocus in a short amount of time so that by the time your head hits the pillow tonight, you feel like, or by the time you go pick up the kids from school or whatever, you're feeling like, hey, I showed up today for me for my dream, for my family, and for the people that I know I can help. So that's what this conversation is about. The alliterative prompt, the two words that I want you to think about are profitable priorities. And this is a very meaningful conversation. It's absolutely going to be covered in the book because it's really important, especially if you're talking about naptime empires mode where you're building a business in pockets of time, or if you're the primary caregiver. And so even if you have kiddos that are at daycare or you have a babysitter or whatever, you're still on call and something could happen where it's like, oh, somebody's homesick today and I've got to make it work however I can, whether it is 25 minutes in a given day. And sometimes it is because ish happens. So it's important. It's not necessarily about, you know, that quote, it's not about the life in your years. It's about No, (laughs) sorry, strike that reverse. It's not about the years in your life. It's about the life in your years. It's not about the time in your day. It's about what you're actually doing in that time. And that is about profitable priorities. And sometimes the most profitable, productive, air quotes, thing you could do is take a nap. 
I'm pretty sure I've discussed that in another episode, but for all intents and purposes today, this profitable priority conversation is really centered around when you want to be in business go mode and you don't always want to be, and that's okay. Cause my whole goal is hashtag on her terms, right? Like I just want to help you be honest about what you actually want. If what you actually want right now is to be building or at least maintaining your business, then profit matters. Because if we're not actually making money and then keeping some of the money that we're making, it's not actually a business per se, at least in terms of the IRS, the the eyes of the IRS in the US, right? So like the money matters and not just the money, the top line, but your actual profit and what we're taking home, it matters. And so it's important, even if it can be uncomfortable because it's like, you know, I'm calling us on our poop here. It's important. Profit matters. And sometimes we're making excuses saying that we don't have enough time to do whatever we need to do. When in reality, we're just actually not focused on the few things that really, truly, literally impact and boost our bottom lines. So that's what I want to talk about today. Profitable priorities. And the story in the context, let me just paint this picture for you. It's December 2015. I've probably talked about this a lot and I've actually had to do some healing work on it because I put this month on such a pedestal. There are pains and pleasures associated with making this much money in a month with such little seeming effort. Um, And it's not little effort. It was years of like momentum and blah, blah, blah. But still, I made a lot of money. I generated over $100,000 in December of 2015. Like that was the most profitable month that I probably ever had in my business to date. And it was largely because I couldn't be effed to do anything that I didn't want to do that wasn't absolutely going to move the needle because I was trying to go into labor with Diki. So I was due December 26th, but I thought I was going to go into labor early like I did with Bryson, maybe around 37 weeks. So this whole month of December, I was trying to go into labor. I was trying to manifest my VBAC situation and I was getting my hair done every Tuesday. Me and the the grandma over at the Navy Exchange Salon, we, I called it, she didn't know, but I called it two, two Tuesdays. Um, we would go get our hair done. Like I was keeping my nails on point. I was trying to, you know, keep it cute so that I would feel really great as I was going into labor. I was walking two miles a day. I was checking things off of our Christmas bucket list and things to do with Bryson before baby brother arrived and all of these things. And I was just focusing on the bare mini. So I was wrapping up my last launch of the year for a course about copy. I did a webinar that first month of December. I ended up having 44 or 45 people join in like a three-day cart open thing off of a webinar. And I think that the reason why that was so powerful was because I had been really consistent with creating regular content for that. I called it my personal, it was my trimester of awesome, my second trimester of my Diki pregnancy in 2015, like maybe 14 weeks in a row. And that's probably the only time in the eight years that I've actually put out content 14 weeks in a row like that. Maybe, I don't actually know. Either way, I had been really consistent. I had been consistently just sharing. It wasn't like it was all how-to content. Some of it was just personal content reflecting on my husband's deployment and things that had milestones that had passed and whatever, but I had been in regular communication with the people in my community. So I think that was a big reason why that was such a successful, profitable 
launch. Anyway, that was in the first week of December. And then a couple weeks into December, a friend of mine, colleague of mine had asked if I wanted to promote his program that I had been part of earlier in the year. And I was like, sure. And that ended up being a really successful, I brought in over 60 people into that program. And so that didn't, all that money didn't like come in in that month, but the sales generated from that month ended up tallying up to this beautiful big number. And so that to me is like profitable priorities incarnate because I couldn't do and wouldn't do anything else extra. Like I was sending emails and then I showed up on my webinar and like, that was it. I want to say, and have I talked about this before or have I just written it about, written about it in my book manuscript like four times? I feel like we've talked about it before. So forgive me if I'm repeating myself, but I want to say that my websites went down around Christmas time for like a week or two, maybe two weeks, which is a big deal for your site to go down for a day really, right? But like, it was a while. It might've been two weeks and I ended up switching web hosts at that time. Whatever it was, it was a long time and my sites were down and I couldn't even like muster up. Okay, let me get all on this and troubleshoot it. It was like, okay, well, we're just going to have to figure something else out because I was just so in the zone. So to me, the reason why I've had to do the work to take this month off the pedestal, and I still haven't done it yet, obviously, is because it was just such a beautiful example of like me prioritizing what mattered most in my life and in my business, because I was taking amazing care of my body because I was trying to, you know, finish the pregnancy strong and give myself the best chance of a V-back and all of that. Plus I wanted to look cute. So physically I was doing all the things. And then family wise, I was trying to soak it all up because my husband was home and he had been deployed for most of the year. My parents were there visiting because we were on baby watch and Bryson was about to become a big brother, you know? So I was like, we were doing family things. I was resting. I was nourishing myself, blah, 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 blah. And then business-wise, like I said, I was literally only doing income generating activities, things that were like one or two steps away from me actually making a sale that would serve someone in some way over the course of the next weeks, months, years. That is like the recipe for on her terms, business success, because anything else, we're going to burn out or we're going to feel really guilty because we don't like how we're showing up in one area or the other. And that's the power of profitable priorities. So all that to say, I want to give you this chance and we can treat this like a co-workshop today in this podcast. I want to get really, or help you get really clear on what those things are for you right now that are only one or two steps away from you actually making a sale, getting a new client, getting a new student or customer, making a transaction and exchanging in commerce with someone that you know you can help or support or encourage or surprise and delight in some meaningful way. What are the things that you've done? And like, if you think about your last five clients or five students or five customers or whatever it is, what were the things that you were doing that started that conversation that led to that exchange and that sale or that transaction? What was the activity? So this might seem like, of course, Nikki, why are you even asking me this? But seriously, it's it's bizarrely easy for us to forget these things and then trick ourselves into thinking that we're doing something that's moving us closer to our business goals, but it's actually not because like I said, it's not so much about the time. It's not even just about the energy. It's about knowing that what we're working on is leading us on the shortest path to the result that we want. 
the path of least resistance and the most profit. And it's probably not filling with your website. It's probably not. I mean, it might be listening to this literal podcast because it's we're one step away from your profitable priorities with this podcast. But if you're just listening to my story about something, I'm venturing to say another episode may not be the most profitable priority for you because it's about the action that you're taking with it. It's probably not scrolling Instagram. Posting on Instagram, maybe, but scrolling isn't actually helping you get any closer. Unless you're actually looking, you're scrolling for potential clients and then you're connecting with them. But even then it's not the scrolling, it's the DMs or the comments and the engaging and the connecting and the real relationship building. So what were you doing the last time that you attracted a client that you loved working with? Not just any client, so let's be picky. Not just any client, but a client that you actually loved working with or love if you're still working with them. What was the activity? And what about the time before that? So sometimes it might be as simple as sending an email and it's like, I sent an email and it may have had a very direct offer or maybe it didn't, but the email itself just reminded these people that you exist. And then they came and were like, hey, how can I work with you? That happens. I've had a friend actually reach out and become a client last year when I shared a pregnancy bump photo update in my Instagram stories. And she's like, tell me about your offers right now. And I thought she was coaching me to be like, hello, talk more about your offers. But she was actually just interested for herself. I've also gotten clients just because I did some EFT tapping videos without making a public peep. But I was actually just like doing my own woo work and releasing resistance over here. And then I get a new customer. And maybe it's updating your sales page because giving your sales page that love and attention is the valuable thing that then kind of puts that into the universe. Like, hey, this is a thing and it's valuable and it's worth investing in. Kid you not, earlier this year, I was playing around with Hello Audio, which I love. You can go to nickyelledgebrown.com slash Hello Audio. That's my affiliate link to check it out. I'm gonna be making a lot of podcasty, like private podcasts and workshops and things in, in the future. But the first test private podcast that I created was audio course about copy. So I was just testing the software and learning how it worked. And I put a course about copy into audio form. And then I re-listened to the whole thing. You know how I like to listen at like 2x speed. So I re-listened to the entire course just to make sure like everything was working or whatever. And literally within two days, I had a course about copy. We were on an RV trip actually in Arkansas. And then I had someone join a course about copy. And I was like, oh my gosh because I was reinforcing energetically that it had value. It's not like I said anything about it. I mean, besides to existing customers that the audio course existed, but I had a new customer who was like, hey, can I join a course about copy? And I was like, "Uh, yeah, you can. So maybe that's the profitable priority is just reconnecting with your existing offers and remembering how legit and valuable and relevant that they are. And you get sparky about it. And then other people do too. Maybe it's, doing a client magnet themed guided visualization. So Brad Yates has like EFT tapping. Margaret Lynch has EFT videos on YouTube. Um, And there are lots of client magnet kind of guided visualizations out there where the whole idea is just really sitting in and knowing the value that you have to offer and reminding yourself how much you have to give and how much you can contribute and actually help other people on their journey. And then you imagine seeing all these people coming from all around the world. I used to do a visualization like this when I was walking by Pearl Harbor. And it was about like seeing seeing all these people coming from all over the world, which is a pretty powerful visual when you're in Hawaii and literally like in the middle of the ocean and seeing 
these people coming in and then it's like they're orbs of light and they're turning into light. And then that all joins when one, one big ball of light with you. And that might sound super woo to you. Or you might be like, where can I get a visualization like this? Check YouTube and then let me know if you want me to make one because I probably should, now that I talk about it, <laughs> I probably should make my own. Um, but just imagining and visualizing that there are people all over the state, the country, the continent, and the world who are the perfect match for what you most love to offer. Visualizing them, seeing them feel drawn to you with a very clear heart-centered knowing that this is a yes, this is the right time, this is the right person, and you're ready to connect. All of those could be profitable priorities. Recording, not just recording, but also publishing and sharing a podcast could be a profitable priority. Having a conversation, reaching out and letting people know, hey, did you even know that I have this offer? Is this a fit for you or someone that you know? Having those conversations, it really usually comes down to like a conversational thing. But like I said, sometimes it is really about the energy too. So I'm not here to dictate what your profitable priorities are. I just wanna encourage you to get really honest and think about it. So your challenge right now, should you choose to accept it, is to make a list ideally in your phone, so either in a note or in a doc so that you have it with you at all times so that when you find yourself fiddling around and you and you're sometimes fiddling around serves a purpose. I mean, it always serves a purpose. But if you don't actually really want to be fiddling around because you want to take care of business so that by the time you are switching back into family mode or doing whatever it is that you're gonna do, you're like, I handled it today. I really showed up today then I want you to have this note and this list of profitable priorities handy, literally, so that it can snap you back in. And you're like, okay, these are my things. This is what I do. So make a list of the top three or five, if there are even five, there might not be. There might be two activities that consistently brings bring clients into your sphere. And just be really, really honest because like I said, it's okay if they seem weird. If they've worked at least a couple of times, I would say it's worth testing to see if they keep working. And if it's just one or two main things that work, okay, great. Consider this your sign that it's time to double down on those activities, okay? And then I would encourage you to refresh your list at least once a quarter because things change for whatever reason, for lots of reasons. So refresh your list, just set it like a reminder in your phone or in your calendar so that every quarter you're revisiting your profitable priorities. And then, like I said, keep it in your phone with your notes or your Google doc, write it on a post-it by your computer screen, because I venture to guess that even if you only have 25 minutes to work today, just one micro hustle Pomodoro sprint, if you allow yourself to focus only on profitable priorities, you're going to feel amazing. No matter what the outcome is, you know that you showed up, you did what you could do, to pull the little chain on your open for business neon sign today. You showed up so that you could engage in mutually beneficial exchange with the people who need you most right now, which benefits them, it benefits you, it benefits the people that you love and care and provide for. Am I right or am I right? So I wanna know, I'm holding you to it. But I can only hold you to it if you actually tag me at Nikki Elledge Brown. Take a screenshot, share this episode with someone that you know needs it. Like I said, 
I know I'm going to need it. So I'm recording it just as much for me as I am recording it for you. Let's focus on profitable priorities because I bet if you really, really, really get honest and if you take this exercise seriously and do the reconnaissance, like do the work, the forensics to go back and be like, what was it that led to my last however many number of sales? You might be surprised and delighted at how simple it is. And if you just give yourself permission to focus on those things in the days when you only have a tiny pocket of time, I wonder what could happen. So keep me posted as you notice these things. And as you make your list, you can tag me in your list. You can tag me in a screenshot of this to say you're going to make the list and then make the list. Whatever you're going to do, make the dang list. Do the dang thing. Profitable priorities. I even made a gift for us, a gift sticker when I was procrastinating, which is the irony of it. Um, at some point last year when I was pregnant with Noe and I was like, I don't want to do anything, but I'm going to make some gifts or gifs if you prefer. Um, so there is a profitable priorities gif, gif, uh, and also some Naptime Empires ones too. So you can play with that. Add that sticker for bonus points and extra credit. All right. I hope you have a beautiful day over there. I hope this has you feeling sparky. Thank you for being part of my profitable priority work today because me recording podcasts and publishing them and getting them out there in the world is definitely something that starts to call in the right people for me. So thanks for being part of that with me today. And I'll catch you next time. Bye. This show may be over, but the conversation is just beginning. Head on over to naptimeempires.com slash Facebook so you can join my free... Wait, did I say free? I'm in priceless, rapidly growing community of Naptime Empire builders for deeper discussions, behind the scenes scoop, and of course, updates whenever I've got new stuff coming up for you. naptimeempires.com slash Facebook. See you there. See you next time. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Good job, buddy.